And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison Rosen's guest. He's a comedian whose favorite nuts are cashews and his least favorite nuts are D's. It's Pat Squirrel. And she's a writer and actress whose Ologies podcast is a teratoma for your mind. It's Allie Ward. Chef Jeff is here to make his soie extra vichy. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Allie Ward. Hello, my little peach pie pops. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That carbohydrate was submitted by Craig Olson via Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I think he knows I like alliteration. Now, I don't know what a peach pie pop is or if it truly exists. I'm sure in... You know what I bet it is? I bet it's one of those lollipops that you can get at a pharmacy the, do you guys know what I'm talking It's like the size of a ping pong ball. I know what you're talking about. in all different kinds of flavors. I would like to say hello to my guest. Now, Daniel, we don't have Pat Squirrel tonight. We have Dave Huntsberger. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Tell, People get man. us confused a lot. I was told it was Pat tonight. I can't no. tell the difference anyway. I know. We get that a lot. But I usually email ahead if Pat's going to be here. Okay, see, I'm not on the email channel. Oh, right. Okay. It's true. Yeah. He's well, not. we look that similar. You thought... Yeah, I seriously can't tell. Plus, I mean... I, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it, but nice home brew, perfectly carbonated. I thought Pat was the one that could do <laughs> no, the carbonation. No, he's a that's like David, computer David IT guy. See, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, everyone's drinking David Huntsberger's beer, and I asked if it was ref- if if the name was Huntsberger's Hoppy Blend, but it's not. <clears throat> nope. And then Daniel thought that's it was something else, honey. Oh, Hopsburger. That's. That's, That's good. Honey Hops Burger. Yeah. Honey, honey Hops Beer. <laughs> um, hello, Allie Ward. Welcome back. Hi, I'm here again. Hi. Your hair looks so pretty. You just have the best hair. Oh, I just washed it and it, it I didn't do well. I used a I used a non-foaming conditioner, got out of the shower, and I was like, this is dirtier than when I started. So thank you. It's a struggle every day. Wait, a non-foaming shampoo i used a cleansing conditioner and then i got out and was blow drying it and i was like i'm still disgusting which is why i'm wearing a knit cap and pajamas okay cool glasses though thank you we're gonna have to circle back to that because i didn't know that a cleansing conditioner is a thing and i I need to talk about manicures so we're gonna do some gal chat in a little while yeah um hello daniel hi does your conditioner foam uh no, I don't have foaming conditioner. Mm. My mine is a, a two in one <laughs> shampoo and conditioner. Wow. Mm. I actually do have a conditioner, but I never use it. I'm not fancy in that is way. Is it Pert Plus? Are they still in the game? I got um a while ago. You know how sometimes you'll go to get your haircut and then you'll be enticed one, about once every five years into buying the hair products there. And they have red. They had Redken, which isn't even fancy. Yeah. Um. It's fancier fancy. than it's, Pert Plus. Yeah, yeah, it's fancy. It's on the fancy side of not fancy. <laughs> that is exactly. <laughs> well, what I it think is. anything you could get. Yeah, it's like Ralph's. Paul Mitchell or something. I think you get a Ralph's is like not fancy. Fancy. I consider something you can only buy in a salon. Yeah. Let's get our terms right. Yeah. Right. And the question is, do they lock it up at CVS? Oh. That is such a good question. Yeah. You know, right? They lock up shampoos. Yes. Like oh. Cognac. Like um. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Like, like Keratos, is that the super expensive one? Yeah. It will be locked up or or it's a ten. 
Yes, it's a 10. <laughs> we'll definitely be locked up. There are certain things where you need assistance. And one time I had to purchase a pregnancy test <laughs> because things were late. And I was like, this would be immaculate, but let's get it anyway. And then I had to, they had to call someone several weeks and I had to be, wait in the aisle. And then they told me, congratu- or, c- good luck. And I was mm. like, it's not that type of situation. <laughs> I feel like is, it's say a nothing. 10 is like the weirdest name for a high end anything. Yeah, yeah I it know. Is. It, it, it is. is the poofy bouncy locked up? <laughs> <laughs> it's right. It sounds so much like, gee, your hair smells terrific. <laughs> I know. Do you remember that in Timote? Mm. Timote had Timotei. the best commercials. Do you remember Timotei commercials? I don't. There'd be a woman with flaxen hair, like leaping through a field of daisies, getting mm. like actively I- getting Lyme disease. Like, <laughs> In waist high grass, like nine ticks mm-hmm. clinging mm-hmm. desperately yeah. to her arms. I don't, I don't remember this commercial, but did it have someone then going like Timote, like yes. Ricola? Yes, <laughs> with I a giant so. horn, like one of those huge horns yeah. that goes off a, a Timote. And he was just a little guy standing on the crest that her hair was making of mm-hmm. a wave. <laughs> little lice guy, totally remember Timote. that. Little lice guy. He was a lice sized guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Elson. Uh, you seem very centered and self-aware. Has your, has your meditation been going well? I just had an awareness of my butthole today that I don't have every day. I can sense that. <laughs> I remember when I said that, Ali said, and now I have. Now we all have an awareness of your butthole. It's true. Now yeah. we're having it again. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's how I like it. But no, I've actually, I've actually been pretty pleasantly unaware of my butthole lately oh and just want to put that out there is that a okay. thing where it's a way if, to live a life mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. unaware of that like sort of like unaware of your own mortality yeah like mm-hmm. you know it's out there but you it's not on your mind every day that's sort of how my butthole how is. are you doing mm-hmm. hadn't even considered that i have a butthole yeah yeah it should be a silent partner it's important but mm-hmm. right it, well it's not a silent partner <laughs> <laughs> it should be ideally it should be, ideally. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you don't have a silent partner either. Listen, I'm just meeting kind with kind. You know? <laughs> no, it's this like, morning you were still in bed and I was at the computer. And I don't know if you heard me, but I gently yelled, I heard that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any just me right now? <laughs> okay. Is it hot in here? That's the first question. Mm. No. No. Mm. It's not cool. It's on the, tem- I'd say temperate. So it's not hot. No, I'm wearing a knit cap. Everyone's looking at me. I'm wearing a knit cap and two sweaters, and I'm like, Burr, but I'm broken. So whatever. Well, I'm on Lupron right now, so I'm supposed to be broken too. But I think that might be creating the hot flashes. But I left the vial. You're supposed to refrigerate it, and I left the vial in its little cardboard box on the bathroom counter overnight, and the heater was on in the bathroom. <gasps> So I don't know how warm it got. And if it got too warm, then it becomes inert. But it's like $500 to go buy another vial. Oh. So I talked to my doctor today and, and she said that, because I'm like, how will I, I'm like, I guess I'll just pay attention if I'm not feeling side effects anymore. Um, and she's like, yeah, if you start feeling good again and have discharge. Yes. Ugh. That's when you go to the doctor and really say, do you have any samples in the closet that I could have? I know. $500 medication. Yeah. But anyway, if I'm warm now, sorry to, t- sorry to just toss in a vagina detail like that. If I'm it. warm now, I was for you. I loved it. As the only other vagina haver, to my knowledge, mm-hmm. at this table, other than Wendy. Right. Mm. She, got, she got robbed of her uterus at a young age. She did. You know she what did. I mean? Uh, I appreciate discharge talk. Yeah. I think it's an important factor in life. <laughs> just go, girl. 
<laughs> well, anyway, it's the fact that I'm warm, it's, it's 74 in Elliot's room. In Elliot's room, which is probably a little warmer than out here. The fact that I'm warm is a good sign. It means I'm, I think I'm drugged. And also, I am currently wearing the hoodie, my favorite old hoodie that Daniel told me I should never wear in public mm-hmm. because it is designed to look distressed. It mm-hmm. also is distressed. But I think Daniel thought it was like one, at one time it was pristine and it had just You become, bought it that way. I bought it looking like shit like this. Yeah. And so it, it's pre-distressed and post-distressed now. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just got to receive a t- My phone was in the chair behind me. I just received a text and it was it a, goosed you. Don't get a little Yeah. Is that a I text or are you just happy to see me? I don't normally have any sort of uh, alert on. So that was quite, yeah. quite a surprise. It was like a lumbar. Buzzing. It really was. Yeah. yeah. It really gotcha. If I had two phones. And I had back pain. Mm. I could imagine asking someone to, to text me a lot. Mm-hmm. That's what my phone normally sounds like. Anyway, though, regarding the hoodie, it reminded me of the time that I bought a couple of shabby chic furniture items that I was so excited about because it was like my first apartment. And my friend Mike, and I was showing them to my friend Mike, and he said, they look like they could use a coat of paint. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're meant to look like they could use a coat of paint. Well, that's, yeah. That's shabby chic for I mean, you. Yeah. The most clever term ever created. I'm like, I'm just, I don't want to do any more of this. Hey, it's shabby chic. Let's see if anyone will buy it. And it took off. I know. Because it does look kind of cool. But it truly is a lazy way of like, order, refinishing furniture. <laughs> you have to commit to shabby chic, though. You can't have some nice and then some shabby chic, because then the shabby chic just looks like shitty furniture. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of have it as part of as an, part of an aesthetic, then it's okay. Well, okay, ripped pants, fine, but I do draw the line at paint-splattered pants that you can buy that way. Mm-hmm. I have seen those. That's a thing? That's a thing, and I don't I'm, care like, for that. I'm, I'm like, I get it, we can all rip some pants, but if you want paint on your pants, you gotta just go paint People a thing. People crave authenticity, yeah, and they're one. willing to pay any price to look like they have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the painter's pants, remember when those were popular? Mm-hmm. There had to have been a dude that like just... Put or a woman who sewed a little thing on there that was like, I just want my hammer to hang. I know. And someone saw that person leaving a job saying, like, that looks awesome. I'm like, oh, it's so dumb. It catches on stuff all the time. It's utterly useless. I'm always thumbing it when I'm standing in line. And they're like, I didn't hear any of that. I'm already sewing it on my <laughs> pants and mass marketing them and on and on. Cargo pants probably served a purpose. Mm-hmm. Beards serve a purpose. Everything every human does. Yep. I'll digress. Back in the day... And the or the origin of cargo pants. What was the cargo that you were carrying in your pants? You mm. were carrying Men at Work's album car- cargo. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, cargo rocks, keys. geodes. I mean, yeah, if you're um, some sort of an archaeologist, I feel probably got like, a lot of gear in there. You yeah, can be just like, gear. Like yeah. if you're someone that needs gear. Yeah, if you're a photographer, you can put like but lenses they, and filters. But won't they pull your pants down? Oh, they do. Yeah, but you got a you belt got a, for that. You got a belt, mm-hmm. honey. Can I say? I know we discussed briefcases last mm-hmm. week, and mm-hmm. I said I do want to. This is the number one briefcase po- podcast in the briefcase categories. <laughs> Blows it out <laughs> of the water. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. a fishing vest. Hear me out. Yeah, no one likes to carry a purse. No, one. we have a lot of little items we have to dig for. Mm. What if somehow I could make fishing vests popular? Have them in a nice tailored or a quilted black. Don't have to be tan. Don't have to be safari hued. And then I just know where all my shit is. I never have to carry a purse. What about it? Tom? I well, love that idea. It's like a better fanny pack. Okay, yes. so I'm not gonna 
name this product because I don't we don't get sponsored, but there is a dude that went on the Shark Tank and now you'll see his ads on late night TV who has a whole line of shirts and things that are like fashionable but basically what you're talking about. You can name pockets. it. No. All right, don't. Thank thank you for having me. You don't scribbles. pay me. You don't get a shout out on the number one briefcase podcast. <laughs> That's, that's actually part of the reason why I started wearing more sport jackets was because they were just so functional that I could put so much crap in the pockets. I want to be holding. I want to be packing like gum in one pocket. Yeah. I want my breast, po- my breast pocket. Is that a thing, a breast yes. pocket? Mm-hmm. I want there to be a charger in there. I was so happy the first time I got a sport coat that had um, an extra pocket for your cell phone in it. The first time that happened, <sighs> that was... Wow, someone thought of this. I'm in the future. I was going to talk about the excitement of finding a pocket you didn't know on the inside of your coat. Oh, that yeah. is thrilling. Mm. That's a sweetheart. Yeah. That's like when you have the dream that uh, there's an extra room in your house. Mm-hmm. I love that dream. It's the best dream. Speaking of dreams, and I'm not going to belabor this because no one cares about other people's dreams. Usually I just save posting my dreams to Patreon because I feel like those people actually. Well, I like <laughs> the one time I did it, I woke up in a fog and I'm like, I have to write this dream down because sometimes I write down my dreams when they're like really intense. I'm like, I have to write it down. I'll just write it into Patreon. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's bonus content that, and I apologize, but I just need to get it out somewhere. Maybe they, and, and everyone seemed to like it, although they're very, very nice. So maybe they didn't like it. Anyway, crazy two part dream. This, I did the thing that I do every day that I keep saying I have to stop doing, which is I go back to sleep. Like I get up at a respectable time and then I go back to sleep. I had a dream that I was really angry at Daniel. Um, cause he was like supposed to, he had lied to me about, he said he was going to pick me up somewhere and he said that he like drove there and saw me and then drove away. Cause like I didn't need a ride or whatever. And then it turned out, he like laughed it off that he didn't even, he just lied about driving by. He didn't even, <laughs> um, yeah. And then, so I was like, so, and then he and I got in a fight and he took off and I was so angry and I was so angry that. I was going to change my Facebook status from in a relationship to it's complicated. And again, this is similar to the other dream I had like this. I was like, just wait till I change that. And then like the reactions start rolling in. Um, But and then I remembered like, wait a minute, we have a kid together. He can't just take off. Oh, and wait a minute. We're married. These were all revelations in the dream. And then I'm like, it was a very social media based dream. And then I'm like, I'm going to post a cute photo of Elliot to, to get him like bat- re-engaged in this relationship again. Then I woke up and I was like, that was a crazy dream. Fell back asleep to part two where I was pregnant and I went to my doctor to get an ultrasound and it was like a workout bench was where I was supposed to lay down and with just like a dirty towel on it. Ugh. And I laid down and I... She did the ultrasound and there was no heartbeat. And I was like, when, you know, can you tell when, when this happened? Like, when did I miscarry? And she said, two and a half hours ago. And I'm like, oh, it's because I was so mad at Daniel. And then I told him, and again, he didn't care. <laughs> See, Daniel? Anyway. I don't care now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have been in common with the rest of the listeners at the number one briefcase. They came here for it's really, brief, briefcase talk. They didn't come here just for... Just change the name to briefcase. That's <laughs> twice <briefcase>. now. <laughs> Everyone go around the table and say number one briefcase podcast. It is surprisingly hard. Number one briefcase podcast. Num- Show off. 
number one briefcase podcast. Show number off. one briefcase <laughs> podcast. We are meant to be together. Jeff, you're up. Number one briefcase pod flap. Yep. It's hard to say. It's hard to say is the, is the point. <laughs> Didn't I get it right? You got it. Yes, we're a pod flap. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know what so the, the hell point that was is. About. You you're mad at me while you sleep. No, I think the point is the drugs are still working. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was a it was like a rage. rage. It was like the kind of rage you have as a child when your parents say no to you, specifically when they say you can get a dog and then change their mind. Oh. So I had to write I heart circle slash mom and dad on the walls oh. and they and even including even on like a what's that called did you really do that i really did it was there for years what's i wrote it very small though with a pen tail pen what is that called where the light switch like the plate that the light switch goes into switch plate the switch plate i wrote it on the switch plate they were so cool with it though i feel like they were like yeah we had that coming Hey, you promised a kid a dog, and then... I know, that's like yeah. a big thing to change your mind about. <laughs> yeah. We did eventually get one years later, but anyway. But anyway, that kind of rage, it was like the rage of someone... In the dream, it was the rage of someone who has no agency. It was not an adult kind of rage. Um, and I don't think it was about you, Daniel, even though it was about you. I don't think it was actually about you. Wow, you're okay. drinking your beer so fast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if it's about me or not about me. I'm checked out. <laughs> I'm just like I'm in a little cubicle, you know, mm-hmm. walled off from all of my emotional life. Are you just, like a, you're like a cyst? Yeah, I'm like a cyst within my own <laughs> psyche. It's Isn't gonna burst. This, though. Yeah, that's how people snap and go nuts. Yeah, Don't rupture. That'll probably happen. Just let your pus out. <laughs> my emotional pus. Yeah, just you mm. get a punching bag or something. No, I uh, I don't ever take dreams seriously because. It's all ever really about yourself. You know, you're dreaming about somebody, but it's not the person. So, mm-hmm. okay. I have heard that, that everyone in the dream is mm-hmm. a version of you. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, no, I I subscribe that to that. So, it doesn't matter to me. But listen, Daniel, if things head where it looks like it's heading, I want to talk to you about eHarmony. Oh, yes. <laughs> I hear it works. If you're trying online dating, chances are you've run into lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, random matches that don't turn into dates. You can't get to know someone by just looking at their picture. Um, eHarmony is great because it's unlike a lot of other dating sites, and it's not just a shallow hookup site. Just recently, a friend told me um, that he was trying to meet someone on a specific site, and I'm like, if you're trying to meet someone for a serious relationship, that is not the right site for you. That one is, like, so many of them are known as just hookup sites, which is fine if that's what you're into, but if you're into looking for something more meaningful, eHarmony is for you. It's built to help you find a lasting, meaningful relationship. They've helped millions of people find their perfect match. Our own Jordan Morris signed up for eHarmony, and uh, he loves it. He said he's chatting with many wonderful people. Man, what a, what a guy who gets around. Chatting with My many, wife. <laughs> many, he's super into it, though. Uh, he feels like they're really onto something with the questionnaire that they have you do at the beginning and the way that they sort of tailor it. It's it, tailored to you. Um because eHarmony brings compatible people together. My, right now, 
My listeners can get a free month with eHarmony when they sign up for a three-month subscription. Enter my code ROSEN at checkout. Stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started. Enter my code ROSEN at checkout. eHarmony.com. Rosen at checkout. Okay. Don't type Rosen at checkout. Just type no, Rosen right, just when, you get when to check you're out, at checkout. Type Rosen. All right. Let's talk about our girly things. Finally. If the three gentlemen were to offer forth the three things that we think are the most we're about halfway through the song I really kept thinking it was going to taper down and I'd finish my thought. <laughs> As you were saying, David. Yes, yes. Sorry to interrupt the song. One. I grossly misjudged the length of it. <laughs> In defense of the length of the song, that one uh, came from when it was a Ustream show and a lengthy song was good because there was like a lot of dancing and whatnot that could happen during the song. There's yeah. dancing and whatnot happening. During yeah, I know, yeah. but they could see it back in the, in, in those days. Mm. I was dancing for the record. Mm-hmm. You have Can, to. I just want the listeners to know that I couldn't not shake a tail feather. <laughs> it was really, really hard to notice. Your dancing is very, very subtle. subtle. It's yeah. subtle. It's subtle. I just I like a I like a groove to myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just like to little wiggle my little bottom, point some fingers up, <laughs> have a little boop ba doop ba doop ba doop. She <laughs> turns her dancing inward. I do. Yeah. I do. It's like a cyst. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Elliot my dancing now. is like a cyst. Oh, he does dance. It's dance. super cute. It's pretty cute. Because yeah. when a baby dances, it's just you know they're dancing from the sp- the soul. You know what yeah. I mean? Because <laughs> so he has this little duck toy and it plays a song and it's so fucking loud. It's really <laughs> loud on the quiet on the <laughs> quiet all- setting. It's loud. Yes, I know the loud setting. We'd have to move. Yeah, so it's like da 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 da, da and he just like sits there and he just pops. You know, and it's the fucking cutest thing. It, the baby just knows how to move, you know? <laughs> and then you forget is what happens. Mm-hmm. You shame it out of you. You shame it right out. David, we you had to something to say to be- during the song. Oh, I was just curious uh, if if the three of us could offer anything in the way that is sympathetic to what we seem or think might be parallel mm-hmm. or in any way like similar to... What a woman goes through, yeah. Without it seeming like it's, oh, here's the thing I have. I'm a dude. This is a girl thing, right? Is that too risky? No, or- I I say go for it. This okay. is a safe place to explore all sides of okay. your gender. Okay, yeah. yeah, I like that. Okay. So, did you want to start? <laughs> no, I want to feel it out first. I okay. want to see what you guys get into, and then see if anything. Oh, is there another man here? <laughs> <laughs> 
I um, wasn't scratching my butthole. You look like you've been chowing box, man. <laughs> CEO of an energy drink company, that guy is. And you look like you've been chowing box, man. <laughs> now, Allie, mm. I did need to talk about gel manicures, but yes. first I need to know, what's a foaming cleanser? <sighs> I mean, a cleansing conditioner. Well, it's a thing that you, you, it's essentially like a one step thing so that your hair dye doesn't wash out faster mm-hmm. and your hair doesn't get brittle. So it's, it, you just put it on and then you rinse it off and it's like, so you don't even have to shampoo. There's a whole movement called no poo. It's, I yeah. have hair. How do I not know? What websites no have, where is this happening? It's a, it's a global movement, Allison. It's called Is it because no I straighten my hair that I don't know? Is yeah, it? no, it's because, it's just like, don't use soap on your hair. And it's like, you can use vinegar oh, or see. baking soda or clay and you're like, or mayonnaise. Oh, oh, I have some, a thing I, uh, where this, every shampoo has this, um, sodium laurel sulfate yes and that Mm. destroys any bacterial cultures you have on your scalp so it gets dry and when the bacteria is there active a lot of times it can promote your natural oils which can then seep into your hair right and so i think that's part of the movement but then you get really oily and greasy so there's got to be some way i read the story about these guys at mit that watched a horse go uh sniff the ground which they do and after you like bathe them and then they'll roll it's mm-hmm. like why are they rolling in that spot and they were smelling a certain type of bacterial culture that will like basically metabolize sweat whoa so then the they grew a culture and these scientists for like a decade were just never bathe just spray themselves with this cultural what? and and every now and again like kind of a sponge bath with water <laughs> And then the article was written from a person. Like more, it seems like more work than showering. Not real. I mean, every few days, just having to like sponge your armpits and some other areas, and then gross, spray though. yourself with this thing, and off you go. And it was written from this. It's person. a lot easier than getting a divorce. That's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> so just do that. Everything sorts itself out. Yeah. But it seemed like the person writing the article was like, oh, I thought this was asinine. But then after like thirty days of doing it, their skin was really like supple and nice their hair was the biggest issue Mm. in that it got out of control oily and greasy which i feel like mine would do Mm. so how do you do the no poo thing i don't know there are blogs there are so many opinions on it but what kind of like the ideal no poo hair after no pooing for a while looks good i think so but I am punctuating that with a question mark. Okay. But I use this stuff that's like a cleansing conditioner. Sometimes it does me right. Sometimes it does me wrong. Tonight, put it in, wash it out, blow dried my hair. My hair was disgusting and greasy. And I'm like, oh, I just have to redo that. It looks... Oh, did you redo it? No. Because your hair looks really good. Well, thank you. I'm wearing a beanie for a reason. Um, <laughs> I feel like I need that's to That's not see. her hair, honey. That's <laughs> yeah. This is well, the, the mane... Well, the horse main part. So thank wait, you. is it really greasy on top? Yeah. It's like glued to my head. And I was like, well, that did not work. Hmm. It's gross. Can we see it? I just thought of a somewhat of a revelation to me in that maybe this is a fundamental We're gonna difference. See it. We're going to see it. It's just gross. It, it just looks hair. dirty. It looks fine. No, it feels like, I, and it feels like my scalp is dirty. It looks fine. Dirty. It just looks like you like just worked out or something. No, let's put it where the beanie's coming back. Again. Yeah, you have hat hair a little <laughs> bit. I've, I just, it wasn't a good look. Mm. And I was like, oh, this means I got to wash. Anyway, so what? some people don't wash your hair. What kind, what brand is this? Now, Daniel won't let it cross his lips because he's not getting paid. But what mm-hmm. brand is this cleansing conditioner? I don't remember. It comes in like a an amber plastic bottle 
and I think they have like a mint and a lavender. It's a CVS situation. Oh, it is. Yeah, but I and I have used it before in the past and been pleased with the results. I was like, oh, my hair feels softer, and my hair dye doesn't wash out as fast. And now I'm like, Ugh, I gotta, I gotta. But like, work how? Else up. I'm just stunned. As someone who has her own jingle called Gal Chat, I'm stunned that I've never. I'm not even aware of this category of product. This is I like I've, I've been feeling out of touch in a number of ways lately. I feel like millennial speak. I don't get, and like I just I don't have my finger on the pulse of hair products anymore. <laughs> who just, am I? It, I'm a person who researches hair products like someone with type one diabetes. Do you go to Beautypedia? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know what Beautypedia, but I'm just I got an ear to the ground all the time. Mm-hmm. Just because my we all know my hair is a little tricky. And sure. that's fine. You've I'll just say it's a hair. little tricky. But yeah, so um, so no poo. It's a thing. There are, are, I think it's in terms of a branding hashtag, not a fan. I wish it were like champ no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, couldn't or they have. Champless or sans champ or something. Sans champ. Like, no poo. That's so French sounding. No poo that, is. That makes me think of something else. It sure does. I don't know if I'm the only are one. Are you thinking but... of my butthole right now? Because I am. <laughs> I am. I've just had an awareness of my butthole today that I don't have every day. What do you, okay, what do you do when you're going to take a shower and you don't want to wash your hair? Oh, are you, um, are you a shower cap person? No, I just, it's like putting a cat in a bathtub. Oh, you I just, just keep your head away from yeah, it? Yeah, I just keep, it's a, I think that probably a lot of my neck pain in general is just from mm-hmm. me pushing my neck back further than it should go trying to avoid the shower head. Right. I think that's probably, I'm probably doing major muscular damage. You ever chuck a cap up there? Sometimes I do. But you know what? You know what, David? Sometimes they leave a line on your forehead. They always <sighs> leave, always leave a line fucked. on your forehead. So then sometimes you roll, you take a t-shirt, a dirty one that you just took off that's still warm on the bathroom floor. You shake that thing out. You put it on your head like a turban and mm. you say, let's see if this works. Sometimes you just get the nape of your neck wet and that curls up and you're mm. like, well... Fuck my life. Hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's just part of life. Not really. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why not just shave it all off? This is a great point. And I saw a tweet that was like, looks like the future is female and the future is not dealing with beauty products. And it was like a, four pictures. And it was, um, you know, Furiosa, Emma Gonzalez. Um, Rose McGowan not Rose McGowan but someone from uh, Black Panther it was uh, I can't remember the other movie Lupita probably I don't know who I haven't seen it yet so I don't know who shaved there but um, and I can't remember and then there was another picture I can't remember I'm so sorry but Sinead not Sinead but someone was like can you not compare a a child who's protesting gun rights to um, fictional characters and I was like well okay Hmm. um that that's getting a little nitpicky, but yeah, I, but that's uh, suggesting she's real. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> that's right. I forgot I she was know. also an actor. I yeah, Emma Gonzalez is. also an actress. Yeah, no, but I just think in the future, yeah, like who's got time for that? If we're gonna merge together, which I feel like we're slowly doing, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the paintings of the women in these ridiculous dresses and the corsets and the mm-hmm. all the stuff, you like, right? Like, foot against your back, like laced into it, and we look at that and laugh now. I think it's progressing in a way where we'll look back at this period and be like, you did what? Why did one group get to just like mm-hmm. chuck on a hat and head out the door? Others, it just seems absurd. I don't want to derail a discussion of how inspiring. I find Emma Gonzalez to be with like some dumb comment on aesthetics. However, I'm going to just for one second, but I don't want anyone to think that I think this is the important part. However, 
I do wonder if she didn't have a shaved head, would she as an image be as galvanizing? Cause she appears to be so strong and like such revolutionary. And I think she's amazing. Would I think she's amazing if she had a Bob? I, I mean, only I can Probably answer that. Not. I don't think I would. I think there's something, um, cause there's a bunch of kids. Yeah. But, but she's, she's the, the one, one, she's the one that everyone's singing about. And I think there's just something about a young girl who seems so confident in herself and, it seems to be so um, self-possessed. Yeah, and articulate, and these kids are unafraid to, to just stand up and speak their mind. That, um, and then it's also of the moment. Like this is a moment in our culture where w- that's kind of the icon we want. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, it's all those things kind of together, maybe. But you're talking about important stuff. I want to talk about her hair. I feel like if she had, I think that it's a very strong look. But and she was and she delivered an incredibly strong speech. But I think that if she had any kind of strong, unique haircut, I think it would have a similar effect. Maybe That's maybe true. the shaved head is the strongest. Right. If she had a mohawk, that would also work. Right. But I'm just saying anything other than what I do every day, which is like comb my long tresses, and it's like oh, I'm a girl. <laughs> but I'm you so girly. like. If girls go into a room of strangers, I find they chat more quickly. And like if a a bunch of gentlemen are placed into a room and there's, whether there's a game on or just something happening, it'll be silent for a little while. And then maybe some subtle convert. But women typically right in the room, like, oh, I gotta love your dress. I love your hair. I love that bag. There's some sort of like immediate. And I think the backside of that is there must be something you don't like also. If you're like pointing something out, I like that. Mm. Then Oh, yeah. I think when we're like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. We're really thinking I don't like so much. Is that what you're I, saying? Yeah, I think did there's I a bit confirm? of that. Yeah. And I think with Emma, if she did have a bob or there would be a small part of like, I wish she didn't have a hair or like, she's cool, <laughs> but I, I don't love that. There would be a small part of that, I think. I don't know. I think that I think that in where we are now, especially the beauty culture that we've seen the last couple of years, like the post Kardashian kind of like contouring is a necessity mm. before you leave the house. Like if you, my my Instagram, like what you should look at is all like these insane beauty accounts that are like a 45 minutes just on your foundation. And then you're taking tweezers and gluing two sets of eyelashes on. It's just, we've gotten to a place where women are so, so overly made up. It's such a huge industry. I think Kardashians have a lot to do with it. Um, And I think that there's something, like you said, really galvanizing about when you see a when you see and I'm not sure if she's 17 or 18, so I don't know if I should call her a girl or a woman. Mm-hmm. But if she's 18 and you see a woman like Emma Gonzalez, who's such a fantastic orator and has such great opinions and is really using her voice in a moment that's really important to speak, you see her with a shaved head and you're like, great, she doesn't give a fuck about how she's perceived clearly because she's bucking like all of this so yeah. so she you trust her that she will speak without a filter because she's not right i think that people don't attach their ideas of gender onto her because she kind of tr- is transcends gender a little and, bit and is that where we want to get to because like I, I feel like the uh if you say like, well you don't have to do that you don't have to put on the foundation yeah. you just head out and girls go oh, but i like it so I- I think we're getting to a place where women will have the option. And so if so so that they hopefully so women don't feel like they're obligated to if they don't yeah. want to have to, but they can if they want to. Um one of the things about Emma too that that I think is making her the one 
is I think we're in a very sincere moment in our culture where people are kind of like, it's okay to speak your mind and I want things to be authentic and I want, you know, I want our public figures to be authentic and not give me sound bites and not mm-hmm. poll things and tell me what they think the polls are. And I, I, I just, I'm tired of the bullshit. And when you see somebody who's a, a woman or a girl who shaved her head and is not playing into any of our ideas of feminine beauty and she's speaking her mind and she's wiping away tears. So she's strong and she's sensitive. It's like this incredibly like, it's like, yes, that's what we want. We want somebody who is just real and not trying to put on any airs and not but just I, getting right to it. Sorry to, uh, I'll, I'll let someone else talk. Too many dude to dude to dude. That's too many. Well, well, gal chat usually is all about the dude stuff. All about dudes. (laughs) Allie, do you feel like you have the option of not dolling yourself up when you go do television stuff? Because I, it's I haven't done TV stuff in a while, but like in general, I have started to really not doll myself up in my real life, and it's liberating. But every now and then, I see myself in a mirror, and I'm like, oof. Like, I forgot, I forgot what I look like. Um, but like, if I do, when I was in San Francisco, as I think I mentioned this, as compared to Jeff's getting ready in the morning, Jeff would text me, like, hey, I'm going to grab a bite here. Do you want to meet up? Hey, I'm going to be here. And it's like, no, I literally, all I'm doing today is putting on makeup and then I have to go to the theater. It was like, I had no, well, I did see, I did get dinner with my brother. Theater is different a little bit because even guys on TV will wear some makeup. It's yeah, so different. But with pod- no, I know. But I'm just <laughs> saying, with like, podcasts- I'm, I'm, what I'm saying, what, what I'm saying is, um, the goal is just in real life, not what you're saying is when you're going on stage. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm conflating all of right. those things, but there are comedians like if David Huntsberger, that is you, right? Yeah, it's me today. If God, David Huntsberger really was <laughs> was going on stage, or like the guys that were on, or this the guy. Matt Nathanson, he didn't do anything special to right. like put on makeup or anything like that. So like comedians and podcasters don't always do it. It's just be- kind of been what I've always done. Mm-hmm. Um, like oh, and by the way, I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be a guest on um, Jimmy Pardo's podcastathon. I will be. I hope it's okay for me to say what time I'm going to be on. I'm just going to say it, and I'll ask for forgiveness later. I'll be on at two twenty p.m. This will be on Saturday, March third, and also a signed copy of my not yet out book. And a phone call with me. There's like various things that are being auctioned off on eBay and all the proceeds go to Smile Train, which is what Podcastathon benefits. So you can bid on a phone call from me and a copy of my book. Please go bid. If no one bids on it, I will feel very lame. So go bid. But anyway, of course I'm going to do the full like putting on all the makeup for this thing. But not necessary. It's just a time suck. I think we like both. I think when we see something like Emma, it speaks to like a, yeah, no bullshit. Like it's just this sort of purity, whatever you can mm-hmm. call that. Like it's, I always felt like when I shaved my head and my fingernails were trimmed, I know that sounds dumb, but it's like the closest you can kind of get to when you were a child. Oh, There's yeah. nothing excess or there's, it's just the most like stripped down you can be. But then you think of like Michelle Obama would be totally made up and saying impactful things and you're like hey that, that's true you know you you rarely see someone like a female contestant on jeopardy who is like has a lot of cleavage or is really like glammed like they'll look nice all the time and i'm sure there are like restrictions which i find are weird like mm-hmm. can't be showing too much skin but i think we want the whole spectrum i think we'd like to see 
Imagine if Melania could come out and say like coherent, passionate, articulate thoughts and be like, whoa, she's really made up. Or just imagine if Melania could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a there's a feminist author named Naomi Wolf who wrote a whole book about this called The Beauty Myth. And it's all about um, it came out in the 90s, but a lot of it's still very relevant. But it's just about um, about how women are kind of um, held down by the time it takes to ready yourself, which is no joke like it before i go to go shoot something i have to build another hour and a half in my day to Mm -hmm. at least to do my stupid hair and you know i have to do my own makeup for a lot of tv and uh and also the money the money and the energy that gets funneled into that instead of doing other things like and i i've said things on podcasts in the past where i get i'm like internally a, a cyst of fury is erupting so in many me. cysts tonight <laughs> and it's just I, i'm like briefcase show uh, this is this is we're unpacking this briefcase Ooh. at the Ooh, moment please God, please so it's a breeze cave <laughs> it's a breeze cave <laughs> but yeah there's a lot of it's it's so easy to be resentful if i shaved my head i probably would have a talking to from my producers. I've been told by producers, I'll we'll Wait, let you know. Wait, ahead of talking to, I feel like you would lose your job. I might lose my job. Remember yeah. Felicity cut her hair and they're like, nah, mm-hmm. Felicity's canceled. And you're like, yeah. Pff. But like, I've had producers tell me, yeah, we'll let you know when it's time for Botox. You know, like, they'll let me know when it's time to put botulism in my face. Like, yeah, I get that. Was, was that in response of people to, to, oh, sorry, go ahead. Was that in response to you asking, should I get Botox? Uh, we were talking about other, um, other older, you know, like, older and by older i mean like in their early 40s women on tv but it's a constant like i i am doing great in my career i'm on a bunch of different tv shows i'm constantly working but there's always this thing of like i have i am have an expiration date i'm like your medicine i can't like left out on the counter like men are like oh yeah i'll work till i die but you're like oh how much time do i have before as soon as i'm unfuckable they're like and we're done with you Mm -hmm. like you have to remain fertile looking as a woman and that is like oh makes me so mad anyway there's my soapbox <laughs> um who are the producers tell like what's the breakdown men to women telling you the men things? i also have to i also have to send in pictures of what i'm wearing male correspondents don't have to do that i have to send in pictures to get wardrobe approval it's like the whole office weighs in on what i wear um does that make you nervous? Because I had to do that for a pilot once and it was like one of the most... It w- Actually, I sent it in and they're like, yeah, that one looks great. I'm like, oh my God, that was so much easier. But I f- it felt like I was joining... Like I was not in a sorority, but what I imagine joining a sorority is where they just circle fat on you. Uh, it feels like... Uh, yeah, it's the, the line into comfortable and dumpy is like a very thin one, you know? <laughs> but I mean, I've worked, in, I've worked in TV where I've like worn cocktail dresses and had my hair in rollers and done the whole thing and there was something that was almost more empowering because it was such a costume it felt like it felt like i was in drag um but having to be like just like accept me am i pretty that feels very not empowering but yeah i've always wanted to shave my head and just be like move to sedona or something and have a (laughs) cactus garden maybe i will daniel (laughs) i would love that arizona you would love to shave your head and live in sedona with a cactus garden well, I would love to own like a ranch in Sedona. The cactus garden is just a bonus. <laughs> I think Arizona is a cactus garden, right? Like you Kinda. don't have to do. I think that's like um, when I think about gardening, I'm like, <laughs> what needs me the least? That's pretty much right. Yeah. As someone who's who whose life is shaving his head, I say I envy all of your hair. So really, <laughs> congratulations. Well, 
We'll and play. to hear someone uh, complain about it is a time about, and money saver, though. So yeah, yeah, the shaved head is beautiful. Uh, but I've, I mean, I've been openly told outright, like we we're not looking for gentlemen currently, gentlemen oh. of your skin tone, especially. It, everyone has it tough. I yeah. think it's tough for. I mean, to hear someone complaining about being on lots of television shows is gonna. <laughs> right. For some people hearing that are gonna be like, ah, tell us how tough it is. No, I mean, I you know, it's like an ep. I'll do an episode over here. I'm just saying I'm working with different crews. It's yeah, not yeah. like I mean, I didn't get the sense you were complaining about it though. I got the sense you were saying that you're aware that I just there's a different standard for people that, for dudes who are doing the same thing. That there's a yeah. expiration date, as you said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm hustling as hard as I can now because I feel like at any moment they'll be like, and we're done with you. So mm. I'm just trying to like work my hardest. While that I can. being said, and maybe I'm a Pollyanna about this. The stuff where you're being hired not just for your looks, but for the the brains that you're providing. So I feel like you. I, I really know. think that's the case. I want I that. To, I want that to be the case. So I think that you will have a long, a more longevity here. You know, combining all. You know who the raddest human being alive is? Oh, Jane Goodall. No, oh, she is Looks rad. Cool as shit. She's aged totally normally and naturally. She's always looked awesome. She's respected for what she's done. Who she is. She's the best. So I think if continuing what you're doing, doing great, you'll always have a job. You know what? We that's should- nice of you. I also have a backstory on Jane where she, Jane Goodall, was like. Derided at first because she never felt like she belonged because she didn't study enough primatology like early in her <laughs> career and she was like I'm a fraud and no one believed me so she had a tough in the beginning but yeah she's funny thing is at killing first it. for a second I thought you meant the Good Morning America lady who is that yeah. Jane is there a Jane Kelly who am I thinking of Jane oh, Kelly who am I no, talking about you're thinking of uh, Jane um. It's like a classic anger yeah, lady. It's a classic Jane. Jane, Jane Pauly? Yes. Pauly. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's who you thought was the most rad human being. She's so rad. She's kind of rad. She's <laughs> pretty rad. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's... I mean, I, I don't blame men specifically for it. Mm-hmm. I just... I mean, it's just a frustrating situation where... I will say, and uh, I'm not trying to equate the two, but... Um, there is a flip side of this for guys, which is guys can't do that. Now I'm saying, no, I'm not saying that I want to, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. But there is a, there is a, um, an idea of what is allowed, men are allowed to do in this culture that actually is pretty harmful to men. Um, it obviously is a different set of challenges and isn't, I'm not saying they're equal, but um, you're not allowed to do anything in this culture that is perceived as somewhat feminine yeah, no, um, or you're, you're not a real man. And I think that that's something that we need to talk about more. This because, goes back to when you were shamed for wearing cowboy shirts. Mm, no, but that, I get that. Mm, that wasn't feminine, but yeah, kind of, I mean, it definitely like when somebody said, Oh yeah, what are you wearing? Gay cowboy shirts. It's emasculating. Like you just feel like, Oh, I, so I can't do this anymore. And so you stop. Um, I think there was a, but, a Michael B. Jordan thing a while ago where he was in a, I don't know if it was a magazine or just an Instagram, but he was laying there and there was like a guy's arm under his head and people were those comments like, that's not how a man should lay. What is this? And mm-hmm. everyone else just came to the defense. Like you can do whatever the hell you want. It's right. people like you that are the problem. So I think right. that thing you're talking about is switching. The, yeah. This, this, you know, why are there only men who do these mass killings? Like what is going on with men in this culture we need to talk about it and and i'm not again i'm not trying to say they're the same but this is like 
there's a guy that uh, we were talking to, a friend of ours, um, and he has a baby, and he was telling us. I think it's okay to tell the story. I'm not telling his name. And he was he walks oh, his yeah. he walks his baby around during the day. And he said, like, multiple times, like, someone would pull their car over and go, where's your purse? And it's just a dad walking his child. Like, the, I, there are guys out there that are not comfortable with men taking care of their own babies. And that makes me so fucking angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I know. It's fucked. You know? Yeah. And it's like, we just need to get to that point where it's like, hey, you want to look like Emma Gonzalez? More power to you. If you're a dude who wants to wear eyeliner, hey, great. Like, th- this should not be a problem for people. And yet, it, it's a real it's really threatening to people for some reason. Yeah, I agree. I also think all dudes should be able to wear concealer. <laughs> you got a zit? Cover it up. When I was it's first getting zits, I would I would get my mom's concealer. And I would, Hell yes. Fuck yeah. All I feel men like you, given how artistic you are, you would be really good at concealing a zit. It was that green stuff, right? That sort of greenish tint. Yeah, I would like. What? I would get it on there just slightly on the red because it's the opposite of the yeah, red. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've never used, I've never done that though. Yeah. That worked real nice. Daniel, you know what you should do with your anger about um, all this stuff you're talking about? Uh, you should work it out in the comfort of your own home was... with Beachbody <laughs> On Demand, an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly effective world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs. Uh, you might be familiar with some of the brands, P90X, Insanity, um, but there's like a bazillion more different programs they have. They have 21-day fix. Let's say you have an event coming up and you want to you wanna get in shape in super fast time 21 day fix is the program for you and by the way i'm about to tell you about how you can get a free trial membership for 30 days so you could actually do the whole 21 day fix before your trial membership runs out i don't know if i'm supposed to tell you about that or not so it's a three-week yoga retreat t25 um it's great. It's accessible on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or any other web-enabled device. So it's also Speechbody on Demand is also great if you uh, travel for work because you don't have to go to the gym. You can do it in your hotel room. It's just great for anyone who's like get, getting to the gym is difficult. I want this when I want to do it right in my wherever I am. Um, it's awesome. There's over 600 different workouts and there's also, uh, nutrition, a nutritional program, um, with recipes and whatnot to help you meet your goals, access to information on meal prep, variety of recipes and simple, but proven, uh, meal plans. So you need to give this service a try right now. My listeners can get a free trial membership. When you text Allison to 30, 30, 30, you'll get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts and nutrition information for free. Just text Allison to 30, 30, 30. So anyway, my dumb gel manicure thing that I was going to say earlier is just that I don't think I can get gel manicures anymore because I think they're destroying my nails. Do you ever get them, Allie? I do get them sometimes. Yeah. I, this is like the third one in a row that I've gotten. And now all my nails are just, it's, it's, it's like falling off and underneath my nails are destroyed and super thin. Does that yeah. not happen to you? Yeah. You got to give them a break. Yeah. I have to give my nails a breather. I only, I only do them if I know I have like a couple different shoots lined up and I just don't want to, cause I'm like really bad at painting my nails. I'll yeah. paint them and then five seconds later I'll like uh, touch something and I'll get, I'll mess them Same. up and I'll start crying. And so I just get them done. Cause then they, they don't like, chip for a while but um but yeah man it's like this the you have to put your fingers in like gasoline. In acetone yeah it's yeah. crazy i know yeah give yourself some time yeah <laughs> nails we're gonna take a respite take a to give it to have a breather That's nails right. <laughs> 
Um, also, update on the whole surgery situation Ooh. from last week that I was so nervous about it. And I'm like, well, this is an opportunity for me to advocate for myself and what blah, 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 blah. I advocated myself right out of that hospital. <laughs> I was like, I do not want to go to that hospital. I hate it. I, I just don't feel comfortable there. It's tough when one of your challenges in life is like trusting your gut, but also you have anxiety because mm. <laughs> I get that you should trust your gut, but in certain situations where your gut is like, where you're panicking, you also, for okay, this is not exactly what I'm saying, but like if a heroin addict were to trust their gut, they would just be doing heroin because that is what their gut is telling them. So you also have to question your gut. So I don't really know. My gut was like, this place is not safe. Don't go there. And I'm sure that that's not true. However, I was, I all of a sudden remembered from the beginning, I didn't want to go. I wanted to see if it was possible to get this procedure done at the surgical center where I get my egg retrievals as opposed to the hospital. And my doctor told me, well, it depends on your insurance coverage. And then they checked with insurance and insurance denied the whole procedure anywhere. And then they like appealed it and got it covered. And then they scheduled it at the hospital and all, and I like went along with it. And all of a sudden over the weekend, I'm like, wait a minute, this wasn't what I wanted from the beginning. I was hoping to get this done at the other place. And I checked my, this is super, super exciting. I'll make it real fast. I checked my benefits and I'm like, wait, they do offer some coverage at this other place, even though it's out of network. So long story short, I was, I didn't worry about being a pain in the ass or difficult. I just called to see if it was possible to get it moved. And anyway, I I believe it is now moved. So now I'm like totally calm about it because I don't feel nervous about this place at all. I really like this place and I know the anesthesiologist. So now I feel totally, I mean, the real irony will be if I die (laughs) because so ironic, it'll be ironic and it'll be, um, what's another word? Medazolam. (laughs) It'll be all of those because I went in feeling very comfortable. So anyway, that's the update on that. I feel good with my decision. I did spend just like seven hours on the phone today dealing with it. It got the back and forth, but I think everything's squared away. It was definitely, with those seven hours, definitely worth it. I'm exaggerating. It wasn't seven hours, but it was a long time. Do you do your bills all at once or do you just see them come in and say, "Uh, I'll deal with you later? Yes. Okay. And then you have a day where you're like, I got to go through all these bills now. Mm-hmm. I write bills on my to-do list. Yeah, me too. And then I pretty much have a sense of when they're due. And I kind of do them like piecemeal. And then all of, a, like, all of a sudden, I'll let them pile up and then just do them all. That's. Does anyone just get a bill and they're like, paid this today? I met someone who did that. <gasps> what were they like? Very efficient. Oh, wow. I used to do that. And now I just auto pay everything. Sometimes you can't, especially if you have anything medical. Mm-hmm. You got all these kind of lab corp, yeah. quest diagnostics. You have $30 here, $900 there. And you're like, why ah, Why does those, my body work? Those my processes that I wait until they're about to send them to the collections and I pay them because they're oh. dicks. Auto- <laughs> Other than that, everything's auto paid. You get paid on time. Medical stuff, fuck you. I'm waiting until 11.59 before you're going to send to collections. And that's when I will pay. <laughs> um. Auto pay for like subscriptions is pretty insidious because the whole business model there is that you'll just forget that you're subscribed. And you do. So, and you do. Yeah, you so do. it's good to manual pay some, some stuff, you know, so you're aware of it. 
Um, yeah, I'm sure. I I've been meaning to sit down and review all of my subscriptions because I'm sure they there's like a ton of money. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton of money being wasted on something. What about honey hunts? I find this so boring. Um, <laughs> here's how I pay my bills. Um, sorry, guys. I um, I'm just curious about time efficiency. Yeah, I, I I dabble with all of them. Sometimes okay. I get them and pay them right away, and then I feel like, who am I? Some sort of superhero? And then uh, I do Jeff's thing. I have most like n- most of them on auto pay, so it's like the gas bill changes from time to time. Mm-hmm. DWP. I usually I put them in a little thing on my desk, and then I write the date on the envelope. Smart. And then I stack them in an order what? that is facing me, so that if I see that date, ooh, that's coming up. And then that's efficient. It. That's helpful for people. You find it okay. boring, but I feel like yeah. this is people are super into this. this is I know. just me or everyone. Ah, okay. only yeah. financial, mm-hmm. financially Apologies based. I take the envelopes, it. and when they come in the mail, and I put them on a table in my office. At with other stuff and then I put other things on it. <laughs> yeah. And then true. if less it efficient. comes back into my view weeks, months later, then I feel like that's God telling me that I should pay attention to it. <laughs> and that's how I pay my bills. There's a working theory that every single garage sale that's ever happened has one of those little spirally things yes. to put your bills in. Just oh, that's what that's, I never knew what that was for. <laughs> there are a variety of different types. Some of them are just slots, but they're always just there next to like a stapler and a couple yeah. other things. Oh, I Grab just, yourself one for 10 cents and change your life. <laughs> I just saw one of those yesterday in a thrift shop and it was a wiener dog oh that's fun you should have bought that yeah i bet they have hot dog ones cucumber ones i bet there are people who collect them yeah Yeah. plant ones maybe anything phallic in a spiral that's right remember you'd pay your bills (laughs) i think this could be life-changing for someone there's at least one person out there that's like that's that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go to a garage sale get a spiral thing thing Change my whole life, honey hunts. Don't you find, though, that changing habits, it's the first step that you forget to do? Like you, You're so mm. in the habit of like getting a bill and chucking it on the desk, then you see a pile up and go, damn it, how'd this happen again? It's really hard to change your habit of getting it and like, oh, open it, look at it, put it back in the envelope, then write the date, and then set it in the thing. Yes, That's a lot of steps. For example, I don't know how many months ago, I was like, I cannot work in this environment anymore. I have to clean up my desk and the adjacent bookshelfy thing that I got for um, having a more organized storage space that is just now it's also covered. Like I can't do it. I feel like the stuff on my desk is like trying to eject me from the room and it makes me stressed out. I can't think. I can't. I can't. Just start chucking stuff. Well, I, I, I chuck some stuff. I organize some stuff. I straightened it up. My desk is exactly how it was right now. And I don't know how that it's happened. Like, it's like when you go to eat pasta, you know, that thing where you order and they, a place that gives you big portions and you're eating and eating and eating and eating and eating. <laughs> yeah. And then you look down and it's still full. Yeah. Of pasta. I've actually never had that experience. Oh, <laughs> oh it, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. It's a good feeling. It's though. a good feeling. And, and um, with Allison, she spent like all day, like finally getting to it and cleaning her desk off. And then. I think, right? And then she was like, look, I cleaned my desk off and you couldn't tell. My desk at all. My after cleaning my desk, it was at the state where someone else would be like, Oh fuck, I gotta clean my desk. Yeah. But that you couldn't tell any difference. I mean, you know, to the trained eye, maybe you could tell the difference. I just think that it was still like you say, it's it was still messy to the normal person. I did a real purge. Remember the purge we did yeah. when I was pregnant with Elliot? 
Mm-hmm. It didn't stick. <laughs> we got rid of so much stuff. Just like bags of black Steve Madden I loved, shoes. I love throwing shit away. Ugh, I best. like when it's easy too when you're going through and like a gift certificate or something expired two years ago. Like, don't have to think about this one. Yeah. Those are the sweethearts. You get started with a few of those and then you start getting <laughs> to the stuff. You're like, I know right when I throw this away, I'm going to need it in yeah. four days. Mm-hmm. Well, see, mm-hmm. okay, I have like a bunch of old SAG cards. Mm-hmm. For some some part of me wants to keep them as souvenirs for but I think I'm going to throw them well, out. Well, it'll be but in the sh- Alice and Rosen Museum. They'll have a wall yeah. with all yeah, the SAG yeah. cards right. on it. Go to a Pinterest or something. Maybe you can make a cool belt or something. Yeah, wind chimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a you guys are not helping chime. me declutter. <laughs> <laughs> you just repurpose it. You turn it into something. Else. Yeah, I like the mm-hmm. wind chimes idea. Right? I think a couple of credit cards floating around there. Yeah, expired ones. <laughs> Ones yeah. that were supposed to go to your neighbor, but you... How do you get rid of your expired credit cards? Or cut one that's still good. I cut cut it up, <laughs> and then I throw them in different trash yes. cans. Whoa. Yes, that's what I do. Yeah. I will put one in a trash can at home, and then I'll pocket and <gasps> throw one up away at work. <laughs> and I like to keep it where, like, that. maybe 14 numbers are all together. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Someone has to be determined <laughs> yeah. to get all, put all the pieces together. <laughs> Here's a question. Have you ever just taken a pile and not even looked at it and just thrown it out? Been like, I haven't gone through this in so long. I'm just going to toss it. Because right now our kitchen is out of control. And we have this wicker bath, which wicker already is questionable. (laughs) The presence of wicker in our life is already questionable. It's like a thick, it's like a thick wicker, perhaps a jute. I don't know. Anyway, we've got this thick wicker basket that's like overflowing with shit. And I think we could just, we're not going to. But I think we could just throw the whole oh, basket out should. and be none the wiser. Yeah. That, but the, I'm not going to. No, I already, basket, there's a back scratcher in there. There's a brush. Well, that is Andy. useful. There's some old dog medicine that we might need. The the That wicker basket was intended to house all of the vitamins <laughs> bottles and, and you know, painkillers, the pills bottles, you know, because we're old mm-hmm. and we have pills bottles. <laughs> and, uh, and then what happened like a couple weeks ago is it's full of everything but that and all but the pills bottles like, eh, eh, eh. okay <laughs> the pills bottles are now in front of and surrounding it which is decreasing the amount of space on the counter and allison gets frustrated with the lack of space and so she had a couple of my vitamins she goes can you put these in the cabinet across <laughs> the no, way over I there i didn't say and, that and i was like i was hoping you put them in your office she's like there's no place to put this and it's like there is a place and it's full of your shit <laughs> oh it's my shit well now. mostly I don't think that's true. It's not my spool of of narrow silver ribbon. It's not mine. Well, whose is it? It's mine. <laughs> you leave your Sorry. spool of yeah. silver ribbon over here. I've been looking for it for a while, and then I got embarrassed. And I want to ask Daniel. Ribbon. I would never buy ribbon. I didn't buy ribbon. So, hang on. This I'm bringing this in. I'm here not doubting you. you. I just don't. Do you know. even know what I'm talking about? No. This is important. Hang on, you guys. Alright, you guys. She's off to get the silver ribbon. I need you guys to play along. I'm trying to gaslight my wife. Okay. It's your ribbon, right? (laughs) Of course it's my ribbon. We all know it's your ribbon. You keep it in the bathroom? I'll just put weird things in strange places. Ah. Yeah. And then accuse her of it being hers. Yeah. Do you have a thousand of those little bobby pins everywhere? (laughs) Yeah. Of course. uh, Does she use them? No. Yeah, my girlfriend rarely, and yet we, they're all over the house. We use them all the time. You just don't know. I uh, Oh, we're not doing this right now. Oh, oh yes. that's a the thick wicker. It's here, and it's wow. a tiny little basket. Yeah, 
Some I silver. think that came in. Uh, I know what that right. is. Here that is came the in ribbon. A, what is this? That, oh, these chia seeds. These come oh, in handy. That, Were you on the show when I talked about going to the horrible m- nutritionist who charged me three hundred dollars to show me pieces of rubber fruit? <laughs> oh, she gave me those chia sound. seeds. Okay, oh, yeah, I forgot that about that. Silver her. ribbon came in a package of. Christmas wrapping paper I got at Target. I've never used it, but it was... You know what I'm talking about. It was like a three rolls of Christmas wrapping paper and a fucking sure, bunch of bows and stuff. Well, so I, it is yours. Yeah, newsflash, well, that's it's your family's. ribbon. That's your ribbon. Allie, what did I say? If you... <laughs> play wrong. It's oh, yours. I'm sorry. Uh, Allison, you're not holding any ribbon. We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You've gone crazy. Well, that's technically mine, but I've, I've never... I don't know why it was in the kitchen. All right, I it. do see some stuff that is mine in here, but this I see is no no stuff that's mine. Airborne, not mine. That's not mine. This is this is yours. I've never bought Airborne. You I've guys never have a Airborne. ghost. You guys have honest a- to God, I've never bought. <gasps> is it nibbles? My, my Hulu pen. I always enjoyed this pen. Well, I found my pen. Well, um, and let's just say it's a combination of your stuff and stuff that I don't remember is mine. <laughs> that's the worst thing about going through stuff. Mm. When it's out of sight, out of mind, you don't need it. It could be burned up. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't yeah. even remember that it existed. But then right. the moment you find it, you go, oh, I like oh, this one. Yeah. And it's a nice seconds. surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you keep it. I just have to see what this is and then I'll... You've got drops. You have drops in an amber bottle. Sleepy time tonic. Oh. Definitely not Helps mine. calm... Huh. For dogs is, or humans. It, that's what I'm wondering because... Oh, I'll put on my readers that give me... Oh, that's a dog clicker for dog training. Ah. Let's see if this works. This is a cornucopia of items. <laughs> yeah, it's for a dog. There's a lot of dog stuff in here. Mm. Okay. It's, it's so dogs it's and meds. Dogs and... It's, I think it's Wendy's uh, ribbon in there. If anyone is listening I, to I this... I would love that ribbon. ...with the sound on, what'd your dog just do? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that back scratcher fucking love that's like the, my favorite thing i own this oh yeah this is a nice scratcher. one oh my god oh this i have one telescoping. of those telescoping you, yeah. Back yeah. i love that thing yeah this Why seems like, like a perfect sc- old man thing oh, oh yep so as good. soon as i got that i loved it and i was like ah oh, middle-aged for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> there the it is point oh, what you got here <laughs> oh i didn't use it for point you don't mess around with that that's for back scratching only and you, one of the tines here has been damaged i know it got bent recently i don't know why do you i have a i have a guy you got a guy? <laughs> yeah, that for uh, aligning your Let tines. Me, later, give yeah. me his, his number. Yeah. Yeah. Allie wanted to know about the use of the back scratcher. I just, why such itchy backs, dude? This is a great it's question. It's not about itching. Okay. It just feels good. Oh, okay. I, Try it. I, I, I feel like my back itches from time to time. Okay. If yeah. I, I'll find myself like a cat at, at the office, like against, yeah, against the a corner, jam. like yeah. if I'm someone's office. I'm dragging your ass around on the carpet. Yes, dragging my worms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or pinworms. It feels good. Kneading coworkers with your palms, just making biscuits on your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> Team it's building. A, yeah, exactly. Rubbing your scent gland on the corner wall. <laughs> 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 Gotta stop spraying though. We know we know it's your house. You don't need to keep spraying. Presenting. <laughs> Speaking of kitchens. Um, here's something that you should do in your kitchen that is wonderful. I want to tell you guys about HelloFresh. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Is supported in part by HelloFresh, a meal kit delivery service that delivers your favorite recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. There are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. Um, I'm not a vegetarian. However, I always want to, I always feel like I should be one. I 
eat meat very rarely, but I do eat it. But I chose veggie just because I wanted to see what the veggie options were. And they were so good. They sent uh, stuff to make grilled cheese and veggie jumble. And it came yeah. with something that I had never experienced before, which is grilling cheese, you- which is a, a cheese that doesn't melt. And you can like grill it and fry it. And it's so good. And by the way... They say, I'm reading off the recipe card, take four ounces of the grilling cheese and cut into one-third inch thick slices. Use the rest as you like. So you get bonus cheese. And we did. We did. By the way, you told me you were getting the veggie one, and I raged at you for an hour. <laughs> like, a, like a solid hour. But then we got it, and it was really yeah. good. Satan tacos, <laughs> El Diablo, baby portobello, and a recchiette primavera. Yeah. Those are the ones we received. They're so good. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code BESTFRIEND30. That's HelloFresh.com, code BESTFRIEND30 for $30 off your first week. I am the dumbest person because I was when I saw Best Friend 30 I'm like, oh, I wonder what the 30's for. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wondered what the 30 was for. I just realized. What is it for? The $30 off your first order. Your first week, yeah. I mean. I should be listening. Oh my goodness, you guys. Let's do Just Me or Everyone, but first I want to say I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Over the weekend, I just did the live stream with special guest Greg Heller. Uh, we got to see, he was, it was Sunday, but he was at his office, so we got to see his office. A-Rose, his- J-Fox, D-Quants, Ama, JKJ. <laughs> We got to see his binder clip collection. Um, And I realized something about Greg, which I think it's okay that I'm saying because I would say it to him. He's compelling because he has such a sense of righteousness that it leads him to do things that are actually sort of dick moves, but he (laughs) feels that he's very much in the right. I think that's one of the things that's most interesting about him. For example, he told a story. He went to a doctor and the doctor was like, oh, you work there? Do you know so-and-so? He's a patient of mine. So Greg, like, called the medical board on this guy. What? <laughs> Whoa. Because he felt that it was such a breach of um, appropriate doctor behavior to have revealed who another patient is. He's not huh. wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, well, like... Who would go to that length? Yeah. I hate babies. <laughs> but yeah. he... That is kind of a dick thing to do, right? That's fairly bananas, I would say. Did he know the other guy? Yeah. So wouldn't you start there, maybe, and see if it bothered him? Exactly. All these things. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of, and also what kind of doctor? It was like a hernia doctor. Man. Yeah, I suppose it depends right. on the doctor. It wasn't yeah. a therapist Who'd or anything. Tell that I had a hernia? Yeah. <laughs> no one smells well, it <laughs> If it's like a proctologist or a urologist or something where people are, you know, embarrassed about that kind of thing, then maybe... No dice. It's like, don't talk about my brain and my genius. Anything else is fine. <laughs> my yeah. first thing on my dating pri- profile says, no hernias. History, zero. <laughs> yeah. I like they're spreading these men lies about who me. look young and are hairless and nubile. Oh. Just nubile is the best word. <laughs> no dice. <laughs> okay. And live. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something Oh, was I supposed to do it too? Oh, I was kind of, I, I, I should have a cue to like, everybody. Oh, I look forward to it every week. <laughs> I was, doop, doop, there. I refrained because I wanted to hear it. Ah. Okay. I didn't want to 
have my scadoop dupe and eat it too. I wanted to. No, you know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Bruce by Dawn says, I always try to get at least two mugs out of each tea bag. I think oh. British people do this too. I'm with you, Dawn. Yeah, 100%. I, you guys know how I feel about water and I have a fear of ex- of thinking I'm ingesting a beverage, but actually it's water. So I don't do this. I mean, I will in a pinch or like if I get, a, if I go to somewhere and I order tea and it's loose tea with in that little thingy where they're pouring water over it, I'll let them like re-pour over it. But in water general, can I don't. suck a dick. I don't do it. Even though I am drinking water right now. I'm with him, but I've found that it's just, it ain't the same. Mm. I've, I've gotten fussy about tea in my old age. You can't recapture. <laughs> you can't. The second cup is, it's just not quite the same. If you can make one big cup, at once, that's one thing. But if you make a, one small cup and then try to reuse the tea bag, you can do it. But it's just not quite the same. Evidently, it has a lot less caffeine the second time around. So oh, really? If you're looking to reduce your caffeine and still sip something tasty, yeah, there I'm you mostly go. drink tea when I'm sick, and so I just need the warmth, really, and some thin hint of something that's not entirely water. Mm. But then I'll throw in about six ounces of honey. So that's really what I'm drinking. So mostly, so eighty percent honey. Mostly is what we're honey. Looking at. Yeah. Okay. I am strictly an artificial sweetener person. I don't know how real sweetener works. Will honey completely melt? Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> and does even it make if it your drink syrupy? Back again at the bottom, you get a nice little honey mm. chaser. There's nothing wrong with the honey. If I liked yeah. the taste of honey, I would be super into that. Wow. I feel like I, I just there's something about honey that makes me go. Oh man, really? We live yeah. on different. Planets. It's weird because yeah. I like. Super sweet, but I've always found honey to be gross. It I is, think if it's like bee barf. <laughs> yeah, it is. I learned a little bit about that. I interviewed an apiologist. Is bee that person. a bee person this weekend? Yeah, they nice. they barf it into each other's mouths, but it goes into a different stomach, and that's how Ooh. they reduce the water content of the nectar. Right. So Aww. it is gross. Yep. Yeah. No, it's disgusting. Um, but I. It, but it can help with seasonal allergies if you. I've have heard local, this. Honey, yeah, local honey. You're kind of like inoculating yourself, but um, but yeah, that last honey sip where you're like, oh, it all settled to the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's like when you drink an old fashioned and there's like some sugar at the bottom, and you're yeah. like, that last sip is like, hello. So, so it goes from one bee's tummy to another bee's tummy mm-hmm. into my tummy, into your tummy, mm-hmm. and then you barf it into Allison's. How <laughs> many bees are required to make David six tablespoons of honey or teaspoons? <laughs> There's <laughs> that's the, that they're making it right now. That's the, that's the sound of bees. Actually. That's the sound. There's about thirty thousand in a hive, and wow. uh, but the bee person I interviewed was like, "I don't take their honey. That's theirs." And I was like, "That's hardcore." Wow. Yeah, she's do it. She's like, "They need that for the winter." <laughs> but, but like, how an average hive makes what one little bottle of honey? Or I'm just trying to get a sense of the uh, the scope of this. I don't know. I think it would. I, I don't know. I'm going to guess like a, a couple pounds of honey, like a big mason jar or something mm-hmm. per, per every couple. I don't know. I'm just I saying really words. I know so little. I know so little about honey production. I should know more given that I just interviewed someone about it, but she didn't take their honey, so I didn't get a lot of dirt on that. Yeah. I watched this documentary about them studying bees because they're so efficient in the way they get from um, flower to flower. They don't mm-hmm. waste any energy. Like, And it takes them a while to get a path, but there's evidently some conundrum called like... And the name of it is really basic, like the, um, it might even have conundrum in the name, like the businessman's 
pursuit or something like that where if your company spend millions of dollars like logistically trying to figure out like well we've got to send so and so on a trip they're going to Toledo and da, 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 all over the place how do we do it most efficiently and they study like these bees and after a while the bees figure out if you map it out they just quickly start following the same path bee ways bee ways <laughs> By the way, isn't it fun that Honey Huntsberger loves honey? I, it's yeah. perfect. It is. I do love it. Perfect. And I love Winnie the Pooh. And he loved oh, honey. I love, I love Winnie the Pooh. Do bears actually like honey? Oh, yeah. yeah of course they, they do. do yeah. Haven't you seen the movies? They get their cute little noses stuck in the pots and things. In <laughs> general, I'm not on board with anything that sticky. It just feels like a disaster. What about caramel? Yeah, honey. What about caramel? Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I like my favorite kind is when it like you open it up and it's greasy enough that it's not sticky. I prefer greasy to sticky. Greasy caramel? Mm -hmm. Like Scotch Kisses, my favorite. They're from Seas. Those are not sticky at all. Yeah. They're hmm. slick. You know what? If you don't like sticky, something that'll curl or curl your hair. Uh-oh. Hmm. Marshmallow, like whipped cream. Marshmallow oh yeah, topping. that is a nightmare. Always hated that. Yeah, I feel Too like sticky. that gets stuck in your mustache hairs, and I don't even have a mustache. <laughs> It'll never come out. Right, Miss Misa Evans. Wow, I, my eyes really are not what they were. Misa Evans. I, you know what? I'm gonna try to. Put, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put on these glasses that I bought that gave me a real headache last time. Where did Allison go? Clark Kent just showed up. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Uh, I think it might be time to go to a doctor. Just me or everyone. I feel sad when I see dead, dried up earthworms. Okay, that's just you. On the sidewalk. Also, help them across the sidewalk after a rainstorm to try to save them. I bet Allie does this. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. The Ugh. worms. And you see bees all the time dead now. I know. Just see them laying there. like they. And so you see a bee like living out its last moments. It's so rough. Ooh. I feel the same way about the worms. Just people, worms don't serve as noticeable they don't provide me honey so it's i not find them to be pretty gross oh man worms. sorry i don't i'm not a, i dissect dissected a worm in seventh grade still think they're gross like their home gets flooded and they crawl yeah. as fast as they can like take take hope <laughs> we just wait here for a while and then the water goes down like, oh oh no yeah and they can't get back you gotta help them ha with what a leaf a little leaf hey, you just grab stick. them We're grab little... them chuck them over in the dirt yep They'll be like, thank you so much. Yeah. They'll do a little curl around. And mm -hmm. if you watch closely, they'll form all the letters of thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I could get behind. Like it's a Charlotte's wonderful. Web yeah. with earthworms. Mm -hmm. It takes forever. So you got to donate <laughs> yeah. like 40 minutes of your time. Like, oh, here comes the Y. <laughs> That's a tricky one for them. But they'll do it. Back east, when it would rain a lot, you would actually it would actually smell like worms because so many of them would come out of the ground. Yeah. What do they smell like? They smell like worms. Like, if you pick up a worm and smell it, you go, yeah, that's the smell I yeah. smell when it first rains. This is dirt and poo. But they do have these worm hollerers, and they put something in the ground, a stake, and then they rub on the stake, and it makes a vibration where the earthworm's like, oh, shit. And then they all come out, and then they go scoop up the worms, and they sell them to fishermen. They're called worm hollerers or something. Oh, my something. God, like a snake charmer. Yeah. yeah. What if I also responded to that sound? <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the earthworms and me. Get you out of the house. <laughs> I remember my dad, I don't know why, but he bought this box of like a hundred or a thousand or 10 pounds, or I don't know, however you measure worms, earthworms, and let it 
it was in our garage for a little while, which was horrifying. And then he let it free in the backyard. Why would someone do this? Does it help with your plants? With the soil. Mm -hmm. I suppose if you were like composting, perhaps. He wasn't composting. They help with the soil. They help to create nutrients in the soil. Yeah. By eating stuff and pooping. And pooping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he had plants and stuff like back there. But I just remember years later finding these big worms and just being very... Very up. No one consulted with me. Uh, yeah. I was a member of that family. You're like, you promised me a dog. <laughs> yeah. But you but we got worms. worms. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just can't get behind worms. I find them to be real icky. Hmm. They like you, though. Yeah. Those are not Big oh, Macs, Shelly yeah. and John. And then when we're dead, they're going to eat us. I think that's the fear. Sorry, guys. Because I also kind of I'm have okay that. that tripped, what's it called? Tryptomilla phobia. Like the fear of things that are very porous looking. Not everything, but some of those pictures freak me out. And some yeah, how do you feel that. about it like an open pomegranate? That I'm okay with. <laughs> oh, that bothers you. You hate it. Really? Yeah. Oh, because the texture? Is. There's something about the symmetry or lack thereof mm-hmm. that just creeps the hell out of me. I think it's the symmetry, probably. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like something decaying. That. Yeah. Or like a growth of some kind. It looks biological. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think mm-hmm. it looks like a jeweled crystal, like a geode I can eat. <laughs> How do you feel? Have you seen like a um, cross-section of a lotus root with all those little pods in there? Yeah, I think like that's cool. Teeth? I don't think so. How do you feel about the fact that babies are born with like shit tons of teeth in their mouth already? They're just below the gum. And if you see it, have you ever seen an x-ray of a baby's mouth? No. This is a ton Not a baby's, of teeth. It's a baby's it skull. Like, it looks like <laughs> the inside I mean. of a Pez dispenser. There's just yeah. 18 yeah. of teeth stacked yeah. up, up yeah. here and in here. It's <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so gross. They're, yeah, I forgot. The teeth are all like up in the face. Ah. Like garlic cloves just ready uh, to descend. Yeah. Do not. Like that to. something so cute could be so horrifying. Yeah. yeah. It's packing <laughs> teeth. Your little face toothed monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. I yeah. remember when Elliot was born being surprised at how firm the area like to the left and on either side of his nose was because you'd think babies would be squishy, but it was like really hard. Although now I'm touching myself there. And I also don't have much. Like that's not a squishy part of your face. No, it's a bone. Especially yes. when you're keeping your excess teeth there right what did you think is there i don't know i didn't think about it i was just surprised that it was so firm and not like there was no he doesn't have a squishy skull babies you just think they're squishy but anyway i'm just pressing on his cuspids yeah they are born with bones their Mm. their bones are are super uh squishy though yeah they're they're definitely squishy right when he's first born because they can kind of shape the skull a little bit right yeah when he when he was first born you could feel his arms and his his chest and it was it just wasn't solid yet and they don't have kneecaps when they're born is that correct oh i don't know i think that is true about babies i gotta look that up yeah babies are weird they don't they don't have finger bones that's why they're all like like Squiggly, their fingers, and yeah, they don't, they don't have driver's licenses, right? Yeah. And no that's driver's why, license. That's why they don't drive, but they do <laughs> have nine millimeters. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're born with those. Yeah, I didn't get the joke. Guns. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ! <laughs> it's adorable when you hire that person to come over and chop off that nine millimeter. Mm. <laughs> Did you guys keep yours? Oh yeah, we threw it away. Oh, yeah, yeah, we don't want to keep it. Well, it's shriveled up in a tiny little Ziploc bag. (laughs) Okay. Vanessa E. says, 98% of the time I turn onto my street, I think, oh, shit, I hope I close the garage door. I think that's a pretty common just mirror everyone. Yeah. It's like one of those things that becomes so routine that 
you're unconscious when you do it. And so then later when you think you have no memory of it because you weren't paying attention. So anything like that, you're going to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a, I have a garage door opener and I had it for five and a half years before the battery ran out. But wow. every single time I'm like, this is going to be the day the battery runs out, man. Mm. Whew, what am I going to do? <laughs> every single time. And finally it ran out. I was so relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a grudge door opener. Yeah. Yeah. So open it, reopen those grudges. I'd like to, yeah, open it and take one out, parade it around. <laughs> I have an axe on barrier. It just goes, it's like a metal detector. Yeah. Finds all the axes you oh, bury. That's so good. Hatchets. What is it? Bury hatchet? Whatever. Yeah. You bury hatchet. Thanks. Guys. Axe grinder. I messed that up. That's a hatchet. A hatchet on barrier. Yes. Yes. It's an excavator. It's a hatchet excavator. Hatchet excavators. Yeah. Oh, do you have something that, um, that dredges the uh this is not going where i want it to the water under the bridge oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what you're... all right you. but what's it called when you like remove a slu- what, what, what's it called when you remove a sluice water what does a sluice do that's when you would divert water in a river uh-huh. and uh the soil that and you're looking for gold that's the the so yeah you do would... you have a water under the bridge sluicer good one thanks <laughs> I like picturing a couple people on the other side of the bridge bilging it with a poorly operational pump. Mm-hmm. No, no, you don't. This yeah. water's going back over that bridge. That's right. It's water over the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're bilging it back over very slowly. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate your continued participation in that. It made me feel less dumb. <laughs> See, and I don't even know what bilging is. I can guess from context. Yeah, your boat starts to fill up with water. You better get to bilging. Yep. I like oh. to eat near a bilge. I'm a bilge eater. <laughs> oh, you should visit this chia seed lady. Yeah. Why? Because she deals with people with bilge eating disorder oh. and the other ones too. All right. I think oh, we need to not- talk, everybody. Let's get together. <laughs> hand in the middle. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Honey. I know. you. I, I, I'm aware. Um, you were making a joke about binge eating, right? Oh, we don't need to revisit it. Let's okay. move on. <laughs> You have bilgemia. These chia seeds came from the nutritionist who showed me plastic food. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. All right. John Schember says, I 100% thought Wes Anderson and Paul Thomas Anderson mm. were brothers. Oh. Right. No, I didn't. I didn't know. Especially since Wes Anderson features brothers in his films oh, as yeah. well. Brothers on Brothers on Brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of Andersons out there. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked the Royal Ten. I liked Rushmore a ton, and then I really liked the Royal Tenenbaums, and then I watched it again and did not like it as much. It's it's not it's as great as people remember. Go ahead. Yes. I felt the same way, but I, for me, I just thought, well, a lot of it was the kind of surprise of a lot of it that it, it's weird charmingness, and right. then once you've already seen it, it's like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Rushmore, though, holds up. Bottle Rocket's real good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Bottle Rocket. I feel like each of his movies, he slowly spirals closer and closer to his navel. And it's just like until it's just animated. Like there's this sensibility he has, and he's just zeroing in on it until now it's just pure abstraction. I think, was it Moonlight Sonata? Moonlight Kingdom. Yes. Moonlight Kingdom. Um, oh, right. Moonlight Sonata is the musical piece. Um, Moonrise Kingdom? Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, anyway, I right. thought that was pretty good. I have no memory yeah. of it, but I think I thought it was good. I I enjoy his movies, but I think, I like what was the last one that everybody the um Budapest the Budapest like that one people liked more than I did. Yeah, I like. I didn't quite get on board with that Where one. Where are you guys with Life Aquatic? I didn't like that one. Haven't seen it. 
I liked it. I liked it. Did you know that Paul Thomas Anderson's dad was Ernie Anderson? He was this. He was like the voice of right. ABC television in the seventies. No, I didn't know that. I did. You would that. totally know his voice if you heard it. And if you watch Magnolia, you can see a lot of his relationship with his dad informed that movie. Hmm. Yeah, there, there's a weird outtake reel of him. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Just do it again. Just go on another track. That's all you got to do. So, oh, if wow. any of you or your friend... Oh, Jesus. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, let me let me explain something to you. There's something wrong God, with this picture. I'm fucking leaving here. You have another plan? Answer the phone. You dumb fuck. <laughs> fucking thing and shut her up. Just so you recognize that voice? Quiet. Yes. It's in a total fucking state of fucking disaster. God. Cool voice. Amazing. Oh, I love that voice. That, By the way, that is my voice in my head. No yeah. joke. Like, I have this deep, like, sonorous old man voice. Oh, yeah. Check out the garage. Yeah. yeah. And oh, then yeah. I fucking it's listen back and it's like, get out of here. It's like how anyone can stand listening to this voice outside of my own head. Daniel was pretty rattled when he listened to one of the episodes. Oh, my God. You got to start smoking indoors. That's how you get that kind of voice is emphysema. And experience with cigarettes. It's probably worth it. I feel like Damn. I'm curious. Right, do I don't know if I feel like this, but I'm curious if you switched it up in like Spanish, if people who are native speakers would be like, what are you doing? If you're, if you, because a lot of the teaching is that voice. If you did like, hola, donde esta? Mi oh, yeah. Amigo, you know what another mi- culture that does that is? Japanese. If you, if you listen to Japanese shows, the the men are always like oh no, oh no like down there like that and the women are always like, I am a baby and oh no, 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 no. like it's funny how they mm-hmm. they kind of keep to a certain I didn't it's super right. Japanese yeah. it's really Good cultural to get some I... emails about that one <laughs> no I don't think really bad saying. about it I think that it's like when you don't understand a language you can only hear the pitches of the voice yeah. well I, that's an actual thing I dated yeah. a guy who had dated um a few different uh, Japanese girls and he learned to speak Japanese uh-huh. and he learned to speak Japanese with his girlfriend and so then when he met his girlfriend's parents he spoke like a woman and they were appalled because he had learned to speak in the timbre oh, of, wow. like, of yeah. females well, honey, and it's you, super cultural that's interesting yeah weren't you saying the French are like that kind of honey that weren't you saying some French, racist shit about French people it was not racist I was saying I've noticed that French women say merci it's very high negociant but you were saying that that French women will talk in a in a kind of a higher pitched voice, accentuatedly. It higher. seemed that was how it seemed to me, and also some other people. Just to go back for a second, do you think we'll really get emails about that one? Because I don't nah. think he was spe- he wasn't speaking in the stereotypical imitation of Japanese. No, no, no. It was just an imitation of Japanese. Yeah, it was no. the tone. You were capturing the oh, like that Japanese. Shows sound like this to me. Oh boy, you're doubling down. <laughs> and then, <laughs> okay, now we will. <laughs> like that. I, Fire I don't know. him up! <laughs> I love Japan. I'm not like saying bad about it. It's not racist. It's just simply how it sounds to a not. By the way, have you ever heard? Have you ever seen one of those videos where? Other cultures do what English sounds like. I always wondered what it sounds like. Watch that all day long. What does it sound like? Can you do it? No, but it it's it's kind of like almost words. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's what it's what um, American English sounds like to to non speakers, and the the cadence is perfect. But they're just saying nonsense (laughs) gibberish. And does it sound Germanic? Oh, it's so good. Where do I go? Because I always wondered that. In fact, I just remember I told you about a girl that I went to school with named Shinobu Mm -hmm. who. 
spoke Japanese. And I remember asking her, what does, like, you know, do you, can you imitate what English sounds like? And she said, yes. In school, we would stay, say stuff like, where is my ball? I'm like, that is not what no, I'm she asking. Didn't. She said that for real? Yeah. That's crazy. When I was in China, we were like being toured around and taken to these places. And we were taken to a school and all the kids in the class, that was the thing that they would say to impress us. They go, and I remember to this day, they go, where is this your ball? Where is my ball? They must think that we just love balls. Like we just, <laughs> yeah, all we do is talk about balls. <laughs> well, American we sports. I mean, yeah. when, I, when, when I learned um, French, like I took French in middle school, or whatever, and you would learn a lot about it, like a vélo and a bicyclette, and like because they were always mm. riding a bike and eating baguette, and so like <laughs> we're like we probably people probably learn a lot of different words for couch and sofa right. and uh, TV. Like, heart murmur, heart problems, <laughs> diabetes, like, yeah, right. <laughs> well, so I want to go listen to. Oh, is this one? This might be one. I'm just pulling something off YouTube. This is how English sounds to non-English speakers. Yes couple cooking so dinner right now cooking yeah chopping carrots hmm. that sounds like french to me yeah. get to talking people. yeah get to it pulling Cor- a couple cornish game hens out of the oven Ooh. okay this is porn it's very elegant pornography yeah. it, it really is, is. Oh. Want me a lot of that? sure Know that word sure is a word. <laughs> I bought you like five rounds of eggs and coordination. Sounds good. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, sounds good. Sorry, are they actually speaking English? I can't hear it. He, it sounds like this. I've I've heard one of these examples that was a little bit more. Here we go. Sorry, I was the watch today. Oh. Yeah, that doll's ring on her face. Can't believe that Maury album, John. Like you, by the love that call? Yeah, I couldn't buy the mesh I played that private by the wrong front line today. Oh, the they're really good. Don't for me you that treason. No, station is trap. I mean, why the cursed soldier for the Magdalene nation is further grad to my chosen. Chosen for the Magdalene? Magdalene my shit. <laughs> Magdalene my shit. Your brain wants it to mean something. I know. I know. So it sounds it's so much like it. I keep thinking if I just listen closer. That's for them. That's by the way what people sound like when I'm they're talking to me at a bar. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, "Ha, yeah, Magdalene my shit." <laughs> Definitely. Sure, Elton John. <laughs> I had so much trouble waking up today after my crazy dreams that I was like I just could not wake up and I feel like everything sounded like that to me. I would try to process an email and I'm just like I can't do it. Hmm. Got to wait. This is a good story. Okay. Um William Levi Walker says, I never fully refill the printer with paper. Whatever my hand grabs is what goes in the tray. Yes. Yes. By the way, bought the laser printer. I know. Mm. I have been meaning to bring that up. Life-changing, right? Get this, honey Huntsberger. <laughs> Allie Ward had an inkjet printer for years and years oh. and years and years and years. Oh. Finally upgraded. <laughs> when a person like me who's... On several TV shows. <laughs> Yet again. I feel like such a douche for saying that. It Sometimes I literally will do a day oh, on I hope something. you don't beat yourself up about it. No, I didn't mean to sound like a douche. I just meant I'm just hustling on a lot of things, and a lot of them don't pay well. Hey, we're on your, we're on your team here. I once made 
$27 an episode for Science Channel. <laughs> so don't think it's any feather in my cap. Literally $27. I was like, really, guys? Anyway, um, laser printer. Wow. It's the size of a refrigerator. And I have to put it under my bed because I, I live in a very small, small apartment. And um, I shove it under the bed. And then when I use it, though, it's magic. Woo! Mm-hmm. I never worry about ink running out it goes so fast you don't get nice sharp type yes if it rains there's not splotches oh i mean before yeah you would be like the magenta slightly out so we're the the printer will now set it up three problems with an inkjet is heading out in the rain (laughs) (laughs) i remember carrying my resident i was in new york she just puts the printer out in the rain (laughs) it was in new york and I had to bring my headshot and resume to an audition, or or maybe it was actually a magazine job, and I had my resume. It was like a, a writing resume, but I just it was I was in New York and it was raining, and I'm like, oh, fuck! Now it's all streaky. <laughs> it doesn't look good. I still think if you show up to any sort of thing where you need paper and it's soaking wet, you go, "There's no problem there. <laughs> yeah. That's laser. Just let it dry." I think it's still gonna maybe not get the job. Maybe. I keep offering like friends, if you need to come over and print anything, I'm very enthused about helping you. What kind <laughs> did you get? I got um, a brother. Mm, that's mm-hmm. what we have. I got a color one. I splurged for color. That's no wonder so it's the size great. of a refrigerator. It's large, but I don't mind. How's what? the scanning on it? Does it scan in that? No. So I kept huh. my old printer. Oh, okay. It scans also under my bed. <laughs> but um, But cookie dough guy is in remember cookie oh yeah the guy who's in and out of your life yeah so he had some because he sleeps with your friends he did at some point i think he stopped (laughs) i think yeah Yeah, we never really followed back on we didn't Mm. we didn't get a cookie dough guy update is he i mean it was teetering yeah now is the is the seesaw decidedly toward one side he's using the printer that's it i printed some stuff out for him and he was very thankful because nice. oh. he had auditions, you said. Yeah. So he is in the biz. He is, but, but, but we're not going to say who it is. Well, no, it's no one that. Yeah, I don't okay. Would, I don't think you would be like, oh, him. He's no one. No, he's no one that you might be familiar with from like a broadcast level situation. Okay. You know, everyone's just out there hustling, guys. But would I be familiar Ooh. with him? And by the way, I'm well aware you don't want to talk about it. Would I be familiar <laughs> with him just from our circles of people we know and podcasts and whatnot? I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think so. But I was. It was a. It was a gesture of. Let me help you with something that previously I would have been like, right. get the fuck out of here. It's with like you that. just bought a pickup truck and <laughs> yes. you someone to move. He had asked me before previously, and I was like, yeah, I'm not here for that. I can't, yeah. I've got an inkjet. I can't help you there. You yeah, you mean? really can't. You'd have, you'd have to buy like two more cartridges just yes. to help him. I hope I run into some gentleman walking along with some paper. Yeah. It's raining. Yeah. <laughs> and I look down, I go, are you dating Allie? Yep. <laughs> and I hope it's him. That'd be a magical sort of... I am, in fact. How'd you know? Well, I'm a sleuth. Here's how I figured it out. That'd I feel good. Couldn't help but notice how fresh your papers looked. <laughs> yeah. It's just sitting there holding it, letting the rain hit it. Look, mm-hmm. nothing. It's Not perfect. scared. I'm feeling... I'm just saying I'm feeling much more generous in a printer department. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where Should anyone need that? Right. You're me? not coming from a place of scarcity printer-wise. Yes. <laughs> which with an inkjet, every time you printed something up, you'd be like, is How much money did that worth cost? Worth it. Yeah. Oh. So thank you. Changed my life. And inkjets were supposed to be the printer of the future because you could all of a sudden you could print color, but then they just tear through in, cartridges. In a way, it was. 
but now it's the printer of the mm. past. Yeah, I know. I thought it'd be cool to invent a combination scanner, printer, shredder. Yeah. And then like people would be accidentally putting stuff in to have that a scan and then fun. it would shred it. <laughs> That'd be a good idea. Yeah. Um, we need to end the show, but I, I have to ask this question first. Allie, what, yes. when do you find yourself needing to print in color? Um, well, I had a deck. I had a, a PDF pitch deck. I was going into a, a meeting and it was a very lovely color deck and I printed it up so that I could look at it mm. on the way there and remember what it was in there. I didn't need that for color, but I also use, I also transcribe interviews and then I highlight them and the color that I want to cut is red. Uh, things that stay are different colors. So it's nice to be able to have that print up so I don't have to like go back and forth in windows on my screen. Sure. You know what that I mean? That all makes sense. You know what I mean? It all makes sense. Helpful. It's just dang a luxury. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to thank everyone for being on this show. I would like to thank the listeners for listening. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. And speaking of the briefcase pod flap, mm. the rolling backpack that I love, which I mentioned <gasps> I checked and it's actually on my recommended podcasting equipment list <gasps> at barracudaradio.com slash Check it so out. if you're looking for a rolling backpack, it's bitchin' and I totally endorse it. But by, by the way, his page on uh, advice on what you could, on how to set up your podcast is really helpful. Anybody who wants uh, advice, lots of good stuff on there. I'm at Daniel Quants, D Quants on the snappy. Quants. <laughs> I'm going to have a cookie. Oh yeah, check out the garage. Oh yeah, it's a big get the get out of here, you motherfucker! I'm still pissed at those people. <laughs> um, I've been trying to do Insta stories these days. It's hard to get in the habit. Allison's in the habit, but uh, anyway, check me out social medias. I don't know, or don't. Fuck back here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, cool I don't guy. care about anything. I've never what? met Try anyone it out. so cool you like it. before. <laughs> yeah, well, it's okay. cool. About anything. No so what? <laughs> I do enjoy Allison's stories very oh, much. Oh, thank you. I get to hear what's coming up on episodes. Mm-hmm. I can see a little, sometimes there's a little Wendy, a little Elliot in there. Honestly, it's a, some days it's the only Elliot I get all day. <gasps> yeah. Because he'll be asleep when I leave and then asleep when I get home. So... Plug in for your stories, both of y'all's. Yeah. Um, I'm at Allie Ward on Instagram and Twitter. My podcast is called Ologies. It's a different ologist every week, and that's on all the places. This week is mythology, and it's Ooh. That's exciting. really cool. That guy, John Booker's very cool. So that's where I'm at. Ooh, Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> David Huntsberger, where do we find you? Uh, my variety show, The Junk Show, returns March 11th at the Copper Still. It's at 8 p.m. It's the second Sunday of every month. If you should happen to be in Los Angeles and like animation and magic and music and stand-up comedy and things of that nature, come on by. Um, I do a podcast called The Space Cave. Jeff's been on it. Allie's been on it. Allison's soon to be out when mm-hmm. that book comes out. And Daniel in the future after that. And currently, uh, the episodes that are out right now are about this guy who designs VR. I feel like he's Ooh. sort of the architect. He's almost like the Anthony Hopkins guy. That's pretty uh, from cool. Westworld. Yeah, Westworld. really, really interesting to talk about that and these sort of pi- these frontiers that are out there. Right. And thanks to everyone who's helped my friend Chuck with the GoFundMe. I sincerely appreciate it. I'll try to link um, to that because it's really just a race uh, for his rehab at this point, which sounds so crazy in the American healthcare system that. If we can keep generating some money, he can keep getting brain rehab and getting back to himself. But he's doing better. Well, keep every us posted week. if it's get if it gets to the point where. Yeah, I, I, I'll be screaming from rooftops. Yeah. I mean, it's um, 
getting uh, toward that direction. But uh, so far, it keeps trickling along and more help keeps coming in, which is fantastic. So anyway, thanks for that, everybody. I appreciate it. And follow me on Twitter at Allison Rose. And if you want to send in a Just Me or Everyone, it is at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Um, use the hashtag J-M-O-E. Go to AllisonRosen.com for all the – I'm on all the social stuffs. Not Vero yet, though. I don't know what that is. I'm too oh. old. But I'm on all the social stuff. You can go find it all from AllisonRosen.com. There's also, like, T-shirts and ringtones you can buy and stuff like that. Um, oh, and Allie, is your printer available on Amazon? Because if it is, send me – Tell me what it is, and I'm going to tweet out a link so that people can be printer twins with you. Yes. If- also, those dogs are available. Oh, right. Duh, yes. They finally got posted, so I'll send you a link to that, okay. too. Its yes. name is Garth. I one love of that. One of, both of them are Garth? I don't know what the other <laughs> one is, but one is named Garth. Probably Wayne. Oh. I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? one listener we don't want anybody tuning out it ain't gonna mean one more fucking video jesus god there is a way to do this shit and this isn't it